0: Must be 21 years or older to enjoy, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate responsibly.
1: Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for July 2nd, 2019. The White Sox enjoyed the first of two off days in this, the final week before the All-Star break. They'll resume play today with the first of four games over three days against the Detroit Tigers. It's the battle of homer-prone starters as Reynaldo Lopez takes the mound against Matthew Boyd. Lopez is 4-7 with a 6.12 ERA and has surrendered 22 homers over 92 and two-thirds innings. Boyd carries a respectable 3.72 ERA into this one, along with 129 strikeouts over 101 and two-thirds innings, but he's coming off a mediocre June in which he allowed a 5.9 ERA courtesy of 10 homers over 29 innings. The White Sox have given him a hard time as he's 2-5 with a 4.3 ERA over 11 starts against Chicago in his career. In Boyd's defense, he wasn't the only Tiger to have a rough month. As a team, the Tigers went 5-20 and 20 in June and were outscored by 60 runs. In terms of run differential, it's as if they lost every game in June by a score of 5.6-3.3. to 3.3. Lopez has taken advantage of Detroit's struggles at the plate. He's thrown quality starts both times he's faced the Tigers this season, including a 14-strikeout gem on April 28th. He could use more of the same, because this is the 7th straight start in which Lopez starts a game with an ERA above 6. Maybe it'll start with the 5 after tonight. First pitch is at 7.10pm Central on WGN. July 2nd also marks the start of the international signing period. The White Sox are back to a full budget without bonus restrictions after spending the last two signing periods in the penalty box for blowing out their budget for Luis Robert, and I don't think the White Sox have any regrets about that. Reports have them tied to a couple of prospects, most notably 22-year-old Cuban shortstop Yolbert, don't call me Yolmer, Sanchez. He's got the glove and speed for the position, the doubts are in the bat. They've also been tied to Elijah Tatis, the younger brother of Fernando Tatis Jr., in the hopes that they catch lightning twice. Down on the farm, Charlotte beat Durham 4-3, and Dylan Covey looks ready to rejoin the White Sox as he struck out six over four perfect innings. Danny Mendick and Yermeen Mercedes both went 1 for 4, with Mercedes hitting his third homer at Charlotte. Sebby Zavala wore the golden sombrero. Break up the Barons! Birmingham scored 2 in the 8th to notch their 6th straight victory in a 5 to 4 win over Tennessee. Blake Rutherford started his July like he finished his June with a 2 for 5 night. Gavin Sheets and Laz Rivera also had 2 hits, while Nick Madrigal reached base 3 times with a single and 2 walks. Luis Robert was 0 for 4 with a walk, 2 strikeouts, and a stolen base. Winston-Salem was blinked by Down East 2 0. Connor Pilkington bounced back to throw seven innings of one run ball, but the Dash could only muster six singles and three walks all night. Steele Walker went 0 for 3 with one of those walks, a strikeout, and a stolen base. Canapolis shut out Rome 1-0, as three Intimidators pitchers combined to throw a five-hitter. Bryce Bush went 0 for 1 but drew three walks, and he's gone four games without a strikeout. Great Falls lost to Billings 9-7, but the fine start of Luis Mieses continued with the 2-4 night, including his first homer with the Voyagers. Harvin Mendoza and Camilo Quintero also had a pair of hits. Rounding it out, the DSL White Sox beat the DSL Padres 13-9, Benjamin Bailey kept his OBP above 500 by going 3-5 for five with the stolen base, and Alberto Bernal hit his first pro homer. Around the league, terrible news came out of Texas as Los Angeles Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs died at the age of 27. The death was announced Monday afternoon, and the Angels game against the Rangers was postponed. Skagg was found unresponsive in his hotel room. Authorities said no foul play is suspected, but an investigation is ongoing. Skagg's broke into the majors at age 20 with Arizona back in 2012, and pitched in seven seasons with the Diamondbacks and Angels. He was dealt to Los Angeles in the three-team deal that sent Adam Eaton to the White Sox. With Angels-Rangers postponed, there were only five games on Monday, including a late game between the Giants and Padres. The Blue Jays celebrated Canada Day by thumping the Royals 11-4, while Josh Bell smashed three homers in the Pirates' 18-5 route over the Cubs. Milwaukee climbed ahead of the North Siders in the NL Central thanks to their 8-6 win over the Reds, and a Kevin Kiermaier three-run homer in the sixth inning helped the Rays come back to beat the Orioles 6-3. That'll do it for this morning's White Sox Wake-Up Call. Visit SocksMachine.com to talk about the night on the farm, see what the White Sox are on pace for after doubling their season numbers, and Month in a Box is coming soon for you Patreon supporters. If you're new to the Socks Machine podcast, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google's Podcast app, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found. And if you'd like to support the site and the show for extra content, visit Patreon.com slash Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine Podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis, and happy birthday, Jose Canseco, wherever you are. Listen, you hear that? That's the sound of nothing. And nothing is what you'll pay for medium fries when you buy any Mickey D's new crispy chicken sandwich. It's crispy, juicy, tender all white meat chicken with crinkle cut pickles on a buttery potato bun. Mmm. Buy one and we'll hook you up with a free medium fries. That's like zero zilch zip. So try any Mickey D's new crispy chicken sandwich and get a medium fries for nothing. Ba da ba ba ba.
0: Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer a combo meal. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G.